Good morning, friends. Have you ever been in a situation where you knew that you had bitten off more than you could chew? In other words, you were way out of your league or, or your comfort zone. Well, I have. And I'm going to share such a moment with you this morning. Back in the eighth grade of high school, I wanted so badly to earn some points for my schoolhouse, Laurentine. Now, if you attended Mount Alvernia back in the days, you would know that Laurentine was always trailing behind in points. Now, most of the girls I associated with back then had entered the music competition, and so I thought, why not me? After all, I was once in the junior choir. I had been in the glee club. I'd even tried out for the Mac choir. Surely I could go solo. <laughs> so I went to my music teacher and told her I needed her help to select the right song and to help me practice. And Miss Vernon, she was a gem. She, she gladly consented and, and selected a song she said was her favorite. And so for about three weeks, we practiced nonstop in secret. There were many other things I could have done. I was a talented 13-year-old, but I wanted to sing like everyone else. And so the day of the competition arrived, and I listened, I listened while Cassandra Grant belted out a popular love song, and she had this perfect high-pitched soprano, and everyone went wild with delight when Cassandra sang. And soon it was my turn. And I remember, as I took center stage, I could see the questioning eyes of some of my friends. After all, no one knew Joan as a singer. But this was my moment, and no one was going to rob me of it. So I took the mic, and I belted out my tune. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Well, the reality was no one heard anything, for the entire auditorium broke out in laughter. It was single-handedly the most embarrassing moment of my life. For not only was the song pathetic, so was my voice. But I so wanted to be like everyone else, I wasn't prepared to focus on my strengths. You see, the only person enjoying herself was Miss Vernon, who had given a 13-year-old a song from her era. And you know, it's the same way with us as God's creation. We are all different. We have innate talents and exceptional personalities because God made us so. After all, everything God made, he said it was good. And it's that uniqueness which each one of us bring to the table. It's that uniqueness that, that makes our worship that much more enriching. And Paul puts it this way in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 12. For as a body is one and has many members, but all the members of that body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. You see, friends, Paul wasn't giving us a lesson in anatomy. No. He knew that we would get the message because the concept of our body and how it functions would be very familiar to all of us. When every part is working in harmony or are working together, it makes for a healthy individual, doesn't it? But I want this morning to highlight something else in the text which 
sometimes we overlook. In verses 15 to 18, Paul highlights the very obvious parts of the body, the feet, the ear, the eyes, the hand. But how many of us realize that there are critical organs in the body that we can't, um, or should I say, we won't ever be able to see? There are members of the body that carry out such a critical function that in their absence, I think it would render us lifeless. You can't do without it. You see, friends, some members of the body of, the Christ, of Christ um, will be very visible, while others quietly carry out the work that God has prepared them to do almost invisibly. Does it render their contributions less important to the work of the ministry because we don't see what they do? Imagine if you were to turn up at the temple and, and find it messy and in disarray. How would that impact our worship experience? Yet when I think about it, how often do we thank those persons contributing behind the scenes? I know that often we commend the members in the front line who are praying and, and preaching and teaching and, and singing. Yet we overlook the ones who quietly listen to the concerns of a hurting brother or sister. There's a guy, his name was Leobus Caglia, and he said, Too often we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. Once again, friends, I'll say some members of the body of Christ will be very visible, while others quietly carry out the work that God has prepared for them to do in the place where God has planted them. The lesson puts it this way. The member of the church who seems the most insignificant is an essential part of the body of Christ and has been gifted by the Holy Spirit. When we dedicate these gifts totally to God, each one of us can make an, a difference, an eternal difference, it says. The second point I want to share on this is in verse 26. In verse 26 says, If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Did you know, friends, that when a part of the body gets sick, it doesn't happen overnight. Often, we have had the telltale signs, but we fail to do anything about it. Let me give you a prime example. I had a wisdom tooth that started to grow away from the others. I watched it for years going away, but it didn't hurt me, so I did nothing about it. Even when I felt the tiny tremors of pain, ah, it was bearable. After all, everybody said that the wisdom tooth was unimportant anyway. Then one day, during the COVID lockdown, without warning, I felt the most excruciating pain rip through my lower jaw straight down into my chest. And for weeks, I suffered with that pain, suffered excruciatingly. I used every single home remedy and painkiller imaginable 
until I was able to get an appointment at the dentist. I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't work. My entire body was affected until the day I did the surgery to have it removed. And even afterwards, I was still hurting. Even though I've since healed, it's not the same because the tooth played an important role, I guess, in the digestive process. <clears throat> Friends, even now you can identify or probably identify one wisdom tooth in the body of Christ that's beginning to grow away from everyone else, <laughs> beginning to drift. But you're thinking, he'll be all right, or he's not my problem. After all, we're still going to be doing okay. But I tell you this morning, there's going to come a day when his hurt will be your hurt, and there's no getting away from it. And that's why 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 26 reminds us that if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. In closing, let's get back to my story. So by the time I had gotten to the chorus of the song, Fernando, of course my voice had totally run out of steam and I couldn't rise to the occasion. But man, Miss Vernon was in her element and she wouldn't stop playing. Now all I can remember was Tanya Hansen sitting at the front row, shaking her head in disbelief. How could you have done this to yourself, Joan? I was in deep, but I couldn't stop. I had to fight the song to the bitter end and I left that stage with a broken spirit. But it was my wake-up call and so I earned the nickname Fernando from that day. And it was a constant reminder of the time I attempted to grow where I wasn't planted. And so the lesson brings this sobering thought. No matter how talented you might be, there are things that you are not good at but that others in the church are. So if you're talented in playing the piano, why not just compliment the person who can sing? I didn't sing publicly after that for a long time, and then one day a friend of mine fell seriously ill, and while visiting him in the hospital, I asked if there was anything I could do for him. And so he whispered, could you sing for me? What would, what would you like me to sing? He responded quietly, bridge over troubled waters. And friends, I sang softly, meaningfully and by the time I was through he was asleep and in that moment God endowed me with the ability to minister to a soul in song but even then I'm wise enough not to list that as a top talent of mine but today if you find yourself wishing you were the hand rather than the ears or the mouth instead of the wisdom tooth which no one seemed to value remember God endows us with differing gifts that we should all be united in service. God made you special. God made you special for theirs. No. Just like you, special you are. God bless you.